Hello. Oh no, it's Ryan and me again. We're yeah. back. I'm like a pro I'm like an almost permanent co-host at this point. Isn't that crazy? It is, isn't it? It's like I'm an I'm an almost permanent host. Oh wait. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Uh, well. That. Yeah. Well. Well. Welcome to the Immaterial Gamers Podcast. Uh, I'm Ryan. That's Duncan, and uh, below is our special guest, Vampire Survivors. <laughs> oh yes, is that Darius? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Our third guest is Darius. <laughs> Ta -da! Um, Ta da! See, now you can. Now we can finally say that uh, that we are the Immaterial Gamers podcast because we're actually gaming on the. Well, one of us is actually gaming on the podcast. Yeah, you know, we often go almost entire podcasts without barely mentioning video games in recent in recent months. But now that we've actually got it on stream, it doesn't matter what we talk about because we're always gaming. Yeah. Oh, I didn't have who I thought I was going to have. I was going to like cheat the way that we could do Vampire Survivors on this. Is there is one of the characters on this list of of like players that I've got is called is is a tree. A tree. A tree and literally it doesn't move because it's a tree um but i need to unlock it what's the secret for it tree powers active of course bone uh so you yeah i'm gonna you couldn't you couldn't schedule this if you tried no you know what it's a secret i can unlock the um i'll unlock the 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 the, the tree and then I'm technically playing Vampire Survivors while we're playing. Actually, I'm not going to. I'm actually going to play properly. Um, so, uh, you know, while while Duncan's having a week, uh, just as his, his talk, uh, I I I've had a a bit of a week, just been getting on with stuff. Uh, oh, Ryan, I they 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 need me. I fucking I don't know what to tell you, man. As you sit down, you think you're good, and yeah. mom brings home fifty kilograms of dog food, and it's just like I don't know what to do. So <laughs> I guess I'm, I guess I'm, I guess I'm, I guess I'll be back in a few minutes. I don't know if there's something that you can do or I'll, talk about on your I'll, own. I'll, or, well, or, or, I mean, or, I'll literally what? vamp. All right, hey, this, you... Catches him so much that that's just the way it goes. Uh, yeah, so I guess I'll just talk and play for a bit while uh, while I vamp for, for Duncan to arrive. Uh, what can we do? What can we do? Oh yeah, we'll we'll talk about what I've played this week, I suppose. Uh, Guild Wars Two and lots of it. Um, I don't know how to do this now. This is just good for this is much more for viewing than it is for listening. Um. If this if this comes up, this is gonna be it's gonna to be tough. Uh, I still need to unlock stuff in the dairy plant as well. So just assume I I will try and if, if you're listening to this, I will try and paint a, a, a an audio picture while I'm playing here. Uh, let's go. Uh, what do we do? We have the crucifix. Um, so or the cross. So Guild Wars Two. If you haven't played it yet. Um, it's just a game, it's an RPG by ArenaNet, it's been out for a few years, it went, uh, it went free to play on, uh, Steam, just a while back, and, 
yeah, we've been getting into it. There's currently me, Stefan, Martin, and D. Thank you very much, Martin. See, this is this is the problem. This is this is why we would need someone on air, and that's why vamping happens. Um, but yeah, we've recently made some some decent progress in it. We've been playing it on and off for a little bit. We started off with making a few non characters, and we we uh, we stopped playing those non characters. Made made a bunch of other characters that were supposed to be our you know, solo characters when we weren't around, but we then played them so much that we just joined and and played them all together, and it was nice. It still is nice, to be honest. Um, we've recently, over the weekend, completed our personal stories, because that's how sort of the game operates, and I do like. Uh, I do like. Uh, what's it called? The way of how your quest goes on. So your your personal story really goes like any other uh, any other questing in any MMO, you know. Like bare asses, usual thing. But it has it has your personal story to it, and choices that you make do change how well certain choices will change which way you get round to completing your quests so you can choose to you know sometimes you'll get a choice of either taking a stealthy option or a you know balls to the wall I'm gonna go in guns blazing option and that'll change the following quest but it will all usually line up to you doing the the, the the same sort of ending. And recently we got to the level 80 quests, which is sort of the end of the base game's personal story. And my god, it was an absolute hassle. An absolute hassle. Uh, the thing about a game that's been going for, let's, let's say, nearly 10 years now, and having AI problems is the well, I don't know, I'd probably just say that's the uh, the most optimistic way of saying it the lightest way of saying it is you know something that needs fixing really, but if it hasn't been fixed in nine years, when's it going to get fixed? <laughs> in the in the way that like the, the last battles that happen during the game are on an airship and Undead enemies will constantly spawn on the airship until you complete certain objectives. And you're supposed to have... Note I say supposed... To have... Um, AI allies come and help you fight off these undead hordes while you get on with the... The task of aiming a cannon at a giant and pushing the deflect shield button at the right time. Again, this is while enemies are constantly attacking you, and then it just gets to it just gets to put the AI just bumble around the ship. Nothing happens. They don't do anything. They just sit there, get caught in geometry, um, and it made mine and Martin's and D's trip 
to complete the last quest. An absolute ball ache, and Duncan's returned. Hello. And so, uh, did, 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 did you survive the vampires? Or are the vampires trying to survive? I don't actually know. Um, no, the, the the game makes a point. Of, it's called Vampire Survivors, and it makes a point in its uh, teaser trailer that there are zero vampires in the game. So we oh, don't know if they've okay. been surviving vampires or if they got rid of them, which is which is funny because the the what the the, the little of the law that's in there is, is that they are a vampire hunting family. So they're hunting a vampire that isn't there. It's 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 fun. Well, but, you uh, know, there's people who hunt ghosts, but yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, they also don't exist, do they? So you know, it it does. You would think it would be a, a major step, uh, you know. Just, you know, tripping point in the in the business enterprise. Turns out, no, not at all. No, no, that's true. Um, but yeah, I was just I was just finishing off talking about Guild Wars two, um, and its little AI issues. That even though they are issues, still, you know, we're still enjoying the game. It's like we were just talking about AI bumbling around on the last on your last personal story mission when they should be, you know, helping you fight. They're just getting caught on the side of an airship. It's like, oh, this is a lovely pane of glass. I could just walk through the door, but I'm just going to walk through this lovely pane of glass. <laughs> I mean, come on. Anybody? Well, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, but video games are hard, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. Have you ever, have you ever made one? It's, it's, uh, hard. I tried. it's not easy. I tried. I sucked at it. That's why I dropped out of university. Rip. Yeah. Rip. I, wish, I wish I dropped out of university. Oof. Six years to get a three-year diploma that does nothing. Uh, yeah, I'm not qualified for anything. Yeah, and then uh, it's just bad. It's just it's just bad news. It's just like I honestly, rather than I, I think I was one of those that I fucked up a year and I said, right, don't worry, get back on the boat next year. Remember, you worked for this. You've worked to, to, to get to this point. And then by the end of it, I was like, you've worked to get to that point. What's happened? You, you, you know, you're nine grand in debt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've, you've now got a diploma of you passed the first year. What next? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. where's, my, where's my first year in computer games programming got me? Well, it's because, you know, it goes considering doing this, this, this hobby a bit more, but honestly, I feel we could have started this a few years earlier. Well, well you know, it's just how it works. But uh, yeah, oh, ooh, lovely treasure chest opening. Yeah, um, I'm just imagining like I'm just trying to imagine like what what our setup would be like if we had done this like years ago. You know, and just because uh, once we made the move to live streaming through Discord, it's like that we never went back. You know, mm-hmm. I remember those awkward f- first few years where oh, we where did we had to the podcast. Yeah, sunk. Yeah, we sink or sunks. We had we we recorded all of our audio individually and had to edit it into one podcast. Yeah, and uh, oh god, this 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 is uh this is a lot easier this way. Oh, imagine yeah, imagine doing imagine if we had done like three years of that instead of uh. Like the eighteen did. months or whatever it was, yeah, because it wasn't long. It wasn't long in, wasn't it? We like got to like, like fifty, yeah. sixty, and then we just went. Hold on, this Discord thing. Yeah. 
we had miraculously managed to get like you know a weekly podcast out for you know almost two years at that point and uh and uh and eventually there was gonna be there was gonna be a point where we're like well i guess this is it this is gonna be the one time the first time we miss a week because uh there's no one available i just couldn't couldn't make it happen and they're just like hold on wait a second boom and then we streamed it live and they're like yeah. wait this is way better in every way let's just do yes. this forever this is so much easier and then even because of the vidcast and stuff like that we thought the idea of oh right we still brought out a podcast every week whether we were live for it is a different story there's been a couple of twitch streams of the the podcast that haven't been live i've just set the thing running and then just sat on the couch and watched a reality tv show or something <laughs> watched a watched a sitcom it's just like we had the know. hour you know it's it's right there um oh what shall we pick up oh you know what let's pick up that why not that's a pokemon <laughs> oh god so um and that's that's basically my interesting day uh week I haven't, done, I haven't done much more else. Uh, Duncan, what about you? Me? Um, I've played a lot of War Selection with my friend Jacob. I talked about it, a, I don't even know how long ago at this point. It could have been years for all I remember. Mm. It's a, it's a, it's an RTS, sort of small indie RTS. Sort of... Um, I don't really know how to describe it. This is like Age of Empires-esque. Or it's, it's, it's one of those RTS where you like progress through like eras yeah you know you get progressively better units and technology so and, so um, so like a sort of um oh, what, what was it civilization light there was i know that there was a an rts that was more like that but i don't remember mm. the name of it i don't think it was particularly i don't yeah, think it stuck around yeah because that's the thing because civilization is, is a turn based isn't it and then yeah, like, you know what that's remind me. There used to be there's this one that was you know back in the day when every you know on, online RTSs there was a Aria Games. I remember they got the rights to something called uh, Dream Lords. I think it was so it was it was an RTS as an app, but the idea behind it is that it also had um, oh, this is gonna ruin me. Um, Oh, what's it called? It had a sort of offline tech trees. So you played your RTS levels in the app in order to... Well, it was more real-time tactics at that point. Okay. Um, in order to like get resources that you would then use in a an offline web page to develop the text that you would use to then invade more islands and do the real-time strategies it was an it was an interesting gameplay loop it didn't last because it tried to do this whole era business as well so it was like people don't like persistent games where everything resets every two months we've come to learn yeah persistent um, gaming is, is persistent world gaming is also just general it's just flawed on a, like a fundamental basis people were so excited about that becoming like the new norm for survival games mm. i could not care less about fucking persistent world survival games yeah i yeah it's just especially like you play that shit with like friends cool 
whatever awesome you play that game on like like just random servers with random people you may as well just shoot yourself in the foot with like a it's like a, a spiked dart like you, you'd have more fun learning about the antidotes for whatever poison you just injected yourself with honestly <laughs> it's it's awful like it's like there is no point in going to sleep if you're going to play a survival game with a persistent world there is no mm. point in the in wasting your time going to sleep because the moment you go to sleep some asshole in like china or korea or you know the middle east somewhere in a, in a time zone that's completely opposite to yours is gonna just come in ruin everything you know you know and love yeah right. and you're gonna wake up you have no resources you're dead all your whatever is gone mm-hmm. and uh Congratulations, you just wasted your entire yesterday. Yeah, and then you'll sit there and you'll you'll go for the sunk cost. You've just like, I've played this game long enough now, I'll just rebuild it. And then guess who comes back again 24 hours later once your protections ran off? <laughs> Same guy. Yep. It's like, oh, sweet. I can use this guy to get free resources. You're like, fuck off, leave me alone. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, war selection. Sorry, I kind of... <laughs> Hijacked that's okay. It. That's okay. I could have easily, uh, I could have easily segued that conversation into something about arc, but that's fine. War selection is, uh, it's a whole thing. Uh, it's an okay game. It's mm. one of those things where it's like you can tell that it was made by a company that had a lot less money than Blizzard had. Yeah. Because every RTS ever made was made by a company that had less money than blizzard and no one's ever quite done it like they did no one's ever quite remade that formula Mm. especially when it comes to starcraft 2 playing other rts's both older and contemporary really makes me appreciate just how technologically well put together starcraft 2 is as an rts Mm. just things you completely take for granted like you know pathing is a big deal in rts's it's it might be one of like like the bane of every programmer's existence when it comes to rts's is how do you make units that have been given a command move to that location in a way that is like smooth and not like pulling teeth you know (laughs) how do i prevent these units from constantly going irk you know around every corner around every obstacle that gets in their way you know how do i get them to prioritize certain taking certain paths over others you know it's just just things that you know and things like oh if i click on a thing you know a lot of times in rts's will be like okay i clicked on the thing some point in the next three seconds my dude's gonna issue a you know issue a command he's going to start doing a thing related to that command that i just issued him or a star guy if he tells something to do it they go whoop, they're going yeah. there they go they're off off the races they're off to see the wizard the wonderful wizard of oz yeah and it's just nice it's just there's so much about starcraft 2 and the way its engine works and the way its gameplay handles that just makes you realize how good of an rts it is and how Mm. hard it is to make a good rts yeah and you know no no, i don't have to be you know 
we we literally had an entire segment on this show for months on end where we you know went on about what stupid things blizzard was doing this week what terrible business decisions they were making what they were doing internally that was pissing people off what Mm -hmm. you know what what, you know this and that every every bad thing that they ever did yeah we're not here to talk about how you know amazing blizzard is as a company maybe they're doing better under microsoft i don't know Mm. but they make they made a good game they've made good games they make generally pretty good games in general and that's that's it's the hardest part to to get away from as far as they are as a company it's like they're you know a lot of a lot of rich you know a lot of big corporations they get bad at doing the thing that they got famous for after a few years or a couple decades yeah eventually the goodwill gets traded in yeah and eventually they just start making bad stuff but blizzard mostly kept making good good stuff for quite a while yeah I mean, I mean, how's Overwatch Two going at the moment? I, 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 I didn't do, have I, a look. I do not know. <laughs> do not know. I think we did. A, we I... did a what the fuck Blizzard because just like the weird things that they did, like requiring phone verification. Yeah, that that's always weird stuff. It's just like, it's like I, I feel like, I feel like I should be like voluntary, you know? Like if you're gonna. Be like, okay, this is how I'm gonna identify you know, it's like in case I get, you know, if I want extra security or if I before I get hacked. Mm-hmm. Be like, this is, you know, I'm gonna put in this information to do that. It's like I don't I don't I don't like it when people when basically... company when companies ask me for things that they don't need to know. Yeah. In order to do just... business with me. Just like, why do you need to know my email address, date of birth, and you know, postal code. You know, why, why, what do you need all that information for? What are you using it for? Yeah, I just want to play Roadhog. He's a, <laughs> he's an Overwatch character, right? I think so. Okay, cool. Oh, I can't even remember if Roadhog is, is that the fat one with the with the hook arm. I I want to say because another dude who I think I think I think I'm like like rat something. Uh, yeah. he's some fucking guy who's like has like a wheel. Like a bomb on a wheel, and he throws a wheel. I don't even remember his Mall name. Rat? I, I don't know. That seems to be. Could be. Who knows? Mall Mall Rat. Uh, Mall Ninja. I, I've got to keep forgetting to do that while I'm playing Vampire Survivors. I've got a character that basically has, um, like, summons cats. Oops. Didn't mean to do that. So her weapon is that cats will fly on the screen and hit enemies when they cross over into him. But there's a feature that if two different types of cats cross paths, they get into a cat fight. And if they do, when you walk into it, you take damage. It's the only weapon in Vampire Survivors that um, you can get friendly fire damage. Rip. Which is bad, because there is a character called Toasty, uh, named after the joke in um, Mortal Kombat. The Mortal Kombat meme, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he has one health. Okay. For for the first hundred levels, and then he gains like six thousand health. He, if you can survive a hundred levels at one health, you get really good stats. Um, but the cat scratch, if you walk through it, it takes one damage. So dear God, don't get the cats. <laughs> worse than you know, nothing worse than getting yourself killed. Not much of a cat person. 
more, yeah. of a, more of a dog person myself. Yeah, dogs, dogs, dogs all over. Even even if I have, like had a few cats, and let's be honest, they can get very lazy. They'll spend all your time. You know, the cat that I had would just sit on my knee. It obviously wanted wanted food. Clearly did well, that, but I just know. like you know took it as the opportunity. Was like, oh, no, it wants to warm my, uh, you know, wants to warm me up. I mean, so, dogs can be kind of lazy too. Yeah, they 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 can. But I mean, they're a lot more loyal though as well. So. Yeah. Uh, dogs love you. Cats tolerate you. Yeah. Birds occasionally acknowledge that you're there. That's true. That's uh, it's it's a whole it's a whole thing. Yeah. Okay, what else have we got that's going on? Oh yeah, League of Legends happened. League of Legends. Yeah, the uh, the World Championships has come to an end last night. And uh, oh. for those who don't want to know the results of T1 versus DRX for the final, uh, turn the turn the volume down for about two three minutes. So DRX uh, beat T1. In a five-game series, they won 3-2, and have now become the first team in World Championships history to win the championship through the play-in system. The play-in system? What is it? So, so before, before you get into the group stages of Worlds, so mm-hmm. like the top teams, the top teams in each region would end up automatically in the group stages. Worlds, but there's sort of a a wild card second chance stage that gets put in to the World Championships called play-ins, and that happens okay. to the teams generally the major regions that finished third, and the what they call the wild card regions, so the non-major regions like Brazil and uh, Oceania and stuff and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So DRX finished third in whatever region they were in. Oh God, LCK, Korea, I think. So they had to go through play-ins before they could get through to to the group stages. I don't want to say worlds proper because I feel that's a bit of an insult. In that sort of sense, play-ins is worlds. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, it's 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 just a, a gauntlet, an extra. An extra hurdle that you've got to get through to prove your worth, and DRX are now the first team to to have done that, which means they played. Let's say so, double round robin, so six games. They then drew in a thing, so they had to do a best of five tiebreaker. Then they had to do the group stage, which is another six games. So they basically played a damn load of games. Uh, well, you know, when you want to be the best like no one ever was, you better play a lot of damn games. Yeah, but they've 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 come they've gone through, and you know it's man, it was it was a I heard it was a very good series. There were steals and shocks and stuff like that. My main problem was though that the first game started at one o'clock in the morning, so there was absolutely no chance I was staying up for that because America and time zones. And I understand they've set the time zones up for well for two things one for the fact that it's being hosted in america and two to get the best viewership possible and the biggest viewership in the world for league is asia it just is yeah and it makes it makes sense 
Yeah, and absolutely understand that. Um, viewership apparently was down this year compared to it, but there's there's another reason for that, and it's not what people want to keep claiming it is, which is League of Legends is not popular anymore. No, it's a much, much simpler region, uh, reason. This is the first Worlds since coronavirus has got since under control. Well, yeah. Since it's more become endemic as opposed to a pandemic. Yeah, it's more... It's, it's like, the actual number of people that are getting sick and dying isn't really, you know, that much lower. It's mm. more just a matter of, we've kind of accepted it's like, uh, uh, it's, 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 it's kind of, it basically won. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it, it beat us. Yeah. It's, it's, it's basically it's become that like, living that living roommate that you tried to get rid of, but then you just turned around. It turned into the it just turned into the flu. Wait, you know, no, it's no, just no, like wait. well, it just it just Hold changes on. so much so fast and it's me, so far spread. Yeah, let me pause this game just to to try and respond to Martin. Martin, you're not. No, no. In this analogy, I would be COVID. I'm the roommate who's got here, and then you've basically just went and said, well, well, you're here now. As long, wow. as, you, as, long as you pay the rent, it's all good. <laughs> and, you know, coronavirus does that. Sometimes, you know, it, it it pays the rent by dropping a dead pigeon at the door. But, you know, I don't know why it's become a cat now. But maybe I've got that on the brain. I, well, we were talking pre-podcast about how... Getting COVID can have long-term effects on your cognition, so yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's why all of a sudden coronavirus turned into a cat in your brain. You just you you just you're just having those Rona lapses. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Thank uh, you. But yeah, hey, you know what? Video video games they they stay popular, man. Yeah. And uh, go back to StarCraft too. It's like. People think StarCraft Two, oh, it's not popular anymore. No one likes StarCraft. It's like tech. It's like not that long ago, like two years ago, StarCraft Two hit its highest player base of all time mm. since release since launch in two thousand and ten. It's like StarCraft Two is still extremely popular. It's still yeah. played constantly by a lot of people. Absolutely. So it's 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 not going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, but but yeah. But that is, yeah, yeah, you're right, and, and like we say, we've got to remember on this that so viewership is down um, compared to last year, but at the end of the day, it's just back to the viewership it always was. The you know the coronavirus when everyone was you know stuck inside and needed something to do, sort of business, as just was an anomaly that a lot of places and businesses shouldn't be using as a as a thing. It's like, oh yeah, congratulations. Oh, yeah, no, you really stayed at home and and microtransactions have gone up. And it's yeah, like Yeah, you can't you cannot compare the last two years to any normal economic situation that has happened within the last I would go as far as to say century, but yeah. That might not be an exaggeration. No, I, like, I, I would agree with you. Pretty, you know, 
Like, like I would say, like the World Wars may have had a similar effect, but mm-hmm. like again, it 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 really is of that caliber, like to the extent that it changed the way businesses worked and how some businesses collapsed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like a poorly put together souffle, others flourished dramatically in ways that surprised even them. Yeah. I mean, no, let's, let's think uh, of it this way. What's our, what's our modern day thing on this? Um, Zoom, video conferencing. Yes, man. Hey, that's that definitely picked up a lot. Yeah, I've already had two or three Zooms since just on my job hunt, which mm-hmm. never did that before. Yeah, the sort of whole idea of you know, just just um being able to do stuff remotely is you know is, is just a massive thing and that that goes for everything from from business meetings to uh gp appointments it's just a whole sort of uh you know it's changed and maybe maybe we need it it's a bit weird it's a bit weird to say thank you very much coronavirus for streamlining how we should be doing meetings but you know that's just how it is but uh yeah League can, you know, they can have another successful year on the cards. I'm a little bit concerned that they may end up now. Um, there, was, there was a discussion before the finals about changing the format to how the elimination tournament works. Hey, look, it's a sapphire. Um, dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. But uh, yeah, just this whole idea of. Oh yeah, we're going to change the format now, and people, for some reason, I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm call me one of those weirdos, but I don't see the need for double elimination in a tournament. When once you got past your group stages, there seems to be this weird addiction. So we need to see our teams play more. Um, so put double a double elimination in you cowards. It's like you want to see your teams play more. Cheer them on so they win the games that they've got. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I think, you know, I like, I like, you know, in like, the, you know, in qualifying rounds or you know, group group stages, I like the, you know, I like the the double elimination. I like the the you know sort of round robin. I'd be like, hey, you know, just because you lost your first game doesn't mean you can't uh, still pull it back and turn it around. Hey, I'm I'm all right with that. But yeah, once you get to like your finals, like you know, you know round of sixteen or whatever, it's like you, yeah, we're you know, do your like best of whatever but yeah single elimination you know you've played hundreds of games this week probably mm-hmm. you know it's like you've had plenty of time to get yourself straightened out if you're not on top of your game today that's just the rub you're out yeah, yeah that's on you bro <laughs> yeah that's 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 my personal sort of feeling. I mean, I say this because what I think about the group stage phase is that it kind of helps you get to play as a sense of like what the tournament meta is going to be because mm-hmm. the things that players and pro players do in tournaments is not always going to be what it's like on the ladder. It's you know people yeah. will do way you know way different behave very differently when they're you know when thousands of dollars are on the line and thousands of people are watching you know. It, it it just fundamentally changes the way you behave and the way you think about things. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, give give people a you know a, f- a couple of games to get a feel for what people are going to be like. 
during the tournament and beyond that you know no uh no holds barred indeed um like yeah because like you say with the meta yeah you use your group stage to establish the meta by the time you get to your bracket your elimination that's that you you should have that locked in by now let's go um but yeah congratulations drx first first playing team to win worlds uh now we just go to that really awkward bit known as the off season where all those teams that you've supported and the players in those teams that you've supported all year all disappear and you get a brand new team of five people to cheer on it sucks it sucks hi hi oh oh, steph's here now oh look everyone's here to watch everyone's here hi steph how's canada oh yeah we should we should probably explain that on the stream that that'll be hilarious so it's uh steph and terry's birthday today it is happy birthday fellas i already said them happy birthdays on phone so this is not my first time i said i sent the happy birthday yesterday i i i just went ahead of time you sent it you sent it back in time from the future did you yeah, I, I, yeah, I pulled a Doc Brown. I uh, hit eighty-eight miles an hour in this bitch, and then uh... he went back five hours and said, "Hey, happy birthday!" Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, Steph and uh, the 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 idea there, Steph's plan to welcome himself into Can- <laughs> to Canada and to Terry this year uh, went off with mostly without a hitch. I would say from the from Sapphire's Facebook video that I saw, <laughs> which was uh, d- sort of hilarious. Give me, give me the deets. I didn't see it. <laughs> so the the idea behind it is that Steph and and Sapphire were planning a situation to surprise Terry that Steph had arrived. Usually by getting Terry to sort of, I think the idea was to try and get Terry to 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 do something outside or you know to to set something up. So that when Terry came back in, Steph would just be sat there on the couch, just like, "Hi." Which, yeah, that's a that would be exactly how he would do it too. Yeah, it just yeah, just be in there, just like, "Yo, how's it going?" I just I just thought I'd turn up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then and how did that end? Uh, <laughs> oh, Sapphire cleaned Canada over UK. Well. There have been polls. Polls have been taken. Some there are there are there are there are there are committees who are who would actually be inclined to agree with that sentiment. Uh, yeah. Not necessarily gonna make that bold of a claim, but well, uh, I will. Canada's <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, okay, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, you know, what, let's get that. I'm talking Sapphire and Terry moved to the UK. How's that working out for you, Steph? I mean, from what I can see with Terry's response already, uh, I feel that's going to be a a tough... uh, Moving to the UK is... It's like, why? It's like, like I thought thought the plan was that you were supposed to move to Canada, Steph. Where's that? that Where's that plan gone? No, I know what Steph's actual plan is there. He wants everyone from Canada to move over to the UK and then him to move over to Canada. 
<laughs> it'd be like uh it, it's it's just like in minecraft you know we all uh steph steph builds a house we all move into steph's house and then steph moves out of his house yeah uh, this, you see the thing is steph's already built that second house because he knows it's coming <laughs> he splits his he splits his work time between the two building the two houses he's not even finished the, the first house he's already laying the foundation for the new one yeah like this is my main house. This is my backup house for when I get bored of the main house slash when people move into my main house. <laughs> oh dear, I am having a bad game. Oh, I'm having a bad game. Oh, Do you know, I was telling you about getting killed by friendly fire. <laughs> cat scratched me. I've become crazy cat, uh, crazy cat lady, and it's not working out for me. Rip. Um. Oh no, there was a there was a weapon I was trying to find, I've just not been able to find it. Rap. Um so there is some news. Uh while this chest is opening, I guess I'll 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 pull up a news story. And just see where this see where this goes. Uh here we go. I don't know I don't know if if text color or like names are like randomly generated in a chat box, but if they are, why would we hit three Different shades of green for all the names in the chat. It's just like so, so. The first time you enter a Twitch chat, a color is randomly generated, but you can choose your color after the fact. So um, it is. It is. A, oh, it is they're a, all green. Green is the best. Oh, fair enough. So uh, yeah, this this green story come up. I'll take a break on this chest while I while I just show this story. Mr. Beast. The man with more money than sense. And then people oh, who get more than money. Yeah. So it's Game Rant story. Mr. Beast. Like Duncan just said. Is looking to buy a LOL team. Now this is a slight problem. I, I, it would be, really be based on the uh, the region that he wants to buy this lol team, because some of these some regions would be a guaranteed pop, and the others would be a guaranteed flop. Um, but it is looking, according to this article, that uh, he is having an intention of purchasing. A North American team, so the LCS. Now, now. Go for it. Yeah, it's just like it's like. I mean, if he wants to just set the money on fire, I mean, it just fucking. Yes. Um. We what we go on there is that. Ba yeah. What me and Duncan are trying to get at here is, North American teams, have not been playing well, for a long time, and in terms of this money, is, have been this hemorrhaging. Is a this is a broadly true statement in many esports. Let's hmm. let, let's be honest. Like North American esports has just never been like a huge thing. Like, there's maybe a couple games out there that they're big on, but yeah. like for the most part, it, the Europeans and the Asians dominate every scene. Yeah. So, it, so it, and they'll trade like depending on what game it is. Like there'll be different stars in uh, in different types of games. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, obviously Korea is like huge into StarCraft. It's like yeah. a whole meme. 
So that's sort of the RTS and the MOBA space is Asian dominated. Let's let's just just sort of have it over that. The stats the stats prove it, really. Minus like what you said, uh, what you and Steph were talking about. You and Terry were talking about regarding the like a couple of European. There's actually yeah, streamers the, coming in. Yeah, the thing it's it is actually in the, in the last few years like european like there's a couple of europeans who are actually like topping and uh like like they've been fairly consistently better than the koreans yeah um so like like the top two players i would say right now two to two to three to, you know because they, they, they depending you know year over year they, they change mm-hmm. of you know how well they're doing and their points but i'd say that between the you know either top two or three players are actually european right now in the starcraft scene yeah but it is worth noting that by a wide margin, there is no country on Earth that has anywhere near the the total amount of professional star uh, starcraft players than Korea. Like, yeah, you know, like there's like one Finnish dude and one Italian dude and like a couple of German dudes in the top ten, and but like then the, the rest and of that pretty is... much pretty much the rest of the top fifty, with like a couple exceptions, are all Koreans. Yeah, all of so them. The, the sort of Ed Sheeraning that shit is just like so. Let's let's, let's be honest. So there's a couple of it's just a weird busted analogy here that I'm going with, but the the top ten in the music charts, uh, you've laps. got you, you've got you know you've got Drake, and you know you'll have uh, I don't know BTS, and then the rest of the the re- the rest of the the rest of the top ten is filled with Ed Sheeran. Let's go with that. Mm-hmm. I say that, but that has actually mm-hmm. happened in the UK. In the UK top twenty. Uh, there was a situation where 13 of the 20 songs were Ed Sheeran singles. Well, didn't... I mean, Taylor Swift just had a, an album come out that apparently, like, ate the top 10 alive. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's just, Yeah, that's also what happened. It's just like... All Taylor Swift. It's like, man, I've... You know, it happens sometimes, I guess. All Taylor Swift, all the time. Uh, what were we talking um, about? Uh, but we were talking about Mr. Beast and his making. Mr. Beast, that's the one. Yeah, wow. Well, we, we, we've we've gone a couple, couple left turns since then. Yeah, I, look, let's let's think of it this way. Like, I was, where was that? Um, the problem with the LCS at the moment is that their best players are imports from other regions. <laughs> yeah, that was actually a big thing in StarCraft. Actually, um, mm. for a while, um, in like the mid 2010s. There was a problem where, like, uh, all of the, you know, people who were sort of like, you know, like B, you know, B tier and C tier, like Korean players, people mm-hmm. who were who would be able to beat, you know, pretty much anyone in the other regions on, you know, on a on a half decent day, uh, but who would never really be realistically in the running for like a top ten placement within Korea. Yeah. They all started like migrating to other regions because, uh, you know, like your whatever like region you, whatever like regional finals that you could play for was based on residency. It wasn't based on citizenship. Yes. And so they all migrated to the European and North American regions. And so, like, you would have, you know, the top 16 players in North America doing their global finals and 15 of them would be korean oh god and uh, like they like to the like like and full-on like they need translators like they don't speak hardly a word of whatever native language there is you know local there mm-hmm. 
and they made a rule i think at some point in the mid 2010s where they were like yeah you need it needs to be based on citizenship like you can compete in like global finals and you know global circuits from anywhere but like regional stuff it's got to be citizen of that region and suddenly you stop seeing all those people there and presumably Mm -hmm. they either there were a couple there was a small handful of them that actually committed to citizenship and continued playing and like fully migrated uh to those regions but by and large they all fly back to korea and just you know did you know tried their luck there yeah so just go back in and yeah yeah, and north america yeah not 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 world renowned for its um uh esports scene i mean this is there's actually precedent for this i mean the mr beast thing um i mean charlie white mr moist critical himself he's got the whole moist esports uh brand under his uh under his belt he has a lot of fun with that just basically bought up a bunch of like top top rated like european players and you know gave them jerseys and sponsor deals and equipment and just sent them off Mm -hmm. to go play they do rocket league they do smash a couple other games so it's not like totally outside the realm it happens some people they just they get a little they get a little wacky they do they have some fun with their their twitch money and their yeah. uh, their youtube money um it is in d- insanely deadly expensive to do this thing um mm. i i there was a um most critical he he posted a youtube video uh um, like a month or so ago yeah. Where he uh, he admitted that moist esports cost him like this isn't just like not this isn't like an income statement like revenue expense like like he lost like like a six figure amount of money every month on oh, on uh, on moist esports like it is a colossal money sink but he just he basically puts his entire like Twitch paycheck into it. And right. the only money that he like makes is from like sponsorships and YouTube. Okay. And so uh it's like, I mean, hey, you do it with your money what you want to do. He 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 loves it. He can't get enough of it. He's fully committed. Well, I mean, you know, if that's if that's sort of how it is and you you live from well, like I say, paycheck to paycheck effectively, then sure, so so be it. But yeah, Mr. Beast. If I was, if I was suggest anything, I mean, to be fair, you you are the the philanthropist and wise investor, and I'm just the guy playing vampire survivors on a stream. I'd suggest a European or Asian team. Uh, maybe you know, there's a new CEO required at G two Esports. Just throwing it out there. So you know, there's a suggestion, but uh, yeah, that's that's Mr. Beast and his and his. Well, oh no, 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 Ryan, don't say that. Uh, we still, we still have a couple of stories, and I'll just breeze through these because we are running towards time, and we'll just stick at this. Uh, we'll stick at this level up screen, and just so we can get through what I moved. Please don't, please say I haven't moved anything. No, I've just changed channels. Okay, that's fine. 
this one's more Riot game stuff. This one, according to Eurogamer. Uh, Riot launches Rising Stars, a new women's only League of Legends tournament. Well, women's League of Legends tournament. Now this, we'd probably have to agree, is long fucking overdue. Why has this not been here for ages? The right games. So, 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 women, so women's, a women's League of Legends. Yes. League. Yeah, which is funny because here's here's the thing. Valorant beat them to it in terms of their own company and stuff. Valorant recently. Well, I mean, to be fair, only over the past couple of months, mind. But they recently launched um, VCT Game Changers. So it's a female and a female non-binary tournament for Valorant pro, uh, pro play. And reception is very good. Because at the end of the day, high-level Valorant play is high-level Valorant play regardless of who is performing during it and the... i mean hey you know i think it's it's a it's I, I think it's good to have you know the, the two different leagues i mean yeah. at the end of the day like you know you know equality among the sexes or whatever but at the same time you know there are differences between men and women physiological mm -hmm. ones that make it quite difficult for you know female gamers to compete at the level that men do it's just a just a biological fact the same way that we're generally better dispositioned to lift a couch that's just how our bodies work or our minds work mm -hmm. and you know it's it it sucks that like you know an ungendered and unsexed uh league basically makes it so that like the number one woman player is like 90 like number 99 in the world mm -hmm. you know it's just like they're just as enthusiastic they put in just as much time they just have certain things going against them that they, they you know yeah they don't really have a way to compete fairly so hey it's what's you know we do it in regular sports we have men's and women's leagues mm -hmm. so well, that's, that's make, the thing. Make it more of a thing in esports. Yeah, we should we should have that. If, if like you say, if again, this all comes down to it. If they want to be like traditional sports, that's there. They should. Yeah, and I would to it. And I would generally say, like, you know, it's not as, you know, it may not be a, the difference between like the world's best female Call of Duty player might not be quite as pronounced as the difference between. Um, yeah. if you if, 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 if the world's best Call of Duty player, the best male and female, uh, might not be quite as pronounced as a difference between like the world's best male, I don't know, football player mm -hmm. or basketball player. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like you know, it would be it'd probably be closer. Mm -hmm. Well, you know. You know, you, you know, you like you wouldn't have to like what I'm saying is like you wouldn't feel like you were getting some kind of like inferior version necessarily. Mm. It's like it's 
it's just like it's just women it's like to the average player it's like i mean these people would still beat the shit out of me oh <laughs> yeah know? these yeah on on it on a on a bad day they would shit on us i'm i'm like, pretty sure i'm pretty sure the 95th best female league of legends player in the world could still beat me with one hand using only a keyboard and like a like a keyboard and like maybe like a you know those keyboards that got like the like the little like nubbin in the middle for like oh mouse god oh work? god the old the old touchpad keyboards with the yeah, yeah. The... one of the yeah one of one of those and a one of those and a keyboard one hand and I'm I, I bet I bet they can beat me yeah they, they like, yeah the Beatles with a fucking touchpad a rollerball <laughs> so hey no get the get 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 the women's their their league their yeah. their league league of Legend, yeah, get their own legendary league. Get it, get it going. Get rising stars going. Absolutely. Between that and game changers, it's it's long overdue. We're looking forward to it. And I, I, you know, I'd absolutely love to see, sort of maybe, you know, worlds spread to you know different, you know, more 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 players. Basically, more players, more league. We'll just get it going. So, uh, on this yeah. weird, almost League of Legends news-focused podcast, I think maybe we should look at wrapping up. I yeah, yeah. That. We, could, we, we could do that, if that's what we're inclined to do. Yeah, I mean, there is a story about John Wick there, but um, it's it's basically Lionsgate basically wanting control of everything, and uh, they're saying they're looking for a time that they could get a triple-A John Wick game. How about this? Maybe have helped to promote the indie John Wick game that's been out for a couple of years already. John Wick Hex. Biffle Games. Promote that. That's my my my, my small opinion. That's that's No, Ryan, what are you talking? Shh, 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 shh. Right, I'll, I'll shush. I'll shush. Shall we should we should we do the Triple A, Ryan? You can't beat Triple A. There's no more letters than that. There's twenty five other letters of the alphabet. Hey, I'll shush. Okay. Right, let's wrap this up then. Uh, thank you very much for for watching uh, this this podcast. Uh, we 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 got there. We did it. We, so, we it felt it. like a very strange podcast. It felt felt like a like a like a like a barely lucid. Just kind of it felt kind of loose. Just kind of like yeah. Uh, we're we're talking about this today or whatever. <laughs> well, I I mean to be fair, we did say we were going to make these podcasts looser. Maybe this one went very loose. But uh, you know, yeah, we just went uh wacky 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 waving inflatable arm tube man. Wacky waving inflatable inflating tube man. Wacky waving inflatable inflating tube man. <laughs> yeah. Uh so, you know, there's that. But um yeah, if you enjoyed what you what you heard and and listened to please follow us so you can listen and watch more of it. Um, all our podcasts are available wherever podcasts are served in audio form. The VOD for this uh, this live cast will be available on Thursday uh, along with said audio. Um, and we stream most of the week. So uh, you should, uh, should check us out and give us a follow from there. Uh, schedule on that regard. I am playing more Immortality on Monday because I want to finish the damn game. Let me finish the damn game. I haven't uh, done any solo streaming in ages. I should 
do some more of that. Yeah, you should have been, a look. Uh... I, I I was really enjoying that 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 game that you were playing, the the Fire Emblem like one. Ah, yeah, Symphony of War. Yeah, Symphony I might get back War. into that possibly. Yeah, that was that was cool. So keep an eye out on the Twitter and the Twitch, and when we go live with stuff, because not all the uh, the, the the streams are on the schedule. Sometimes we wake up one day and just think, I feel like a stream. Sometimes and, you never yeah. know. You should really what you should do is that you should actually just monitor our Twitch channel twenty four seven, just because time zone differences, right? Yeah. Uh, just have an eye on on our Twitch channel at all times. Never look away. Because we could just surprise you with a stream at any moment. Yeah. Yeah. And also, <laughs> uh, Team Fight Thursdays back on. I think we're going to bring back the Wheel of Traits and Origins. It went well last time. Don't see why it can't go well this time. Sure. Uh, Sounds good. Uh, Friday evening at some point will be a play session. This week. Last week we didn't do it because it was. It was me, and I felt like playing more Vampire Survivors, and then I thought, ah, you know what, I'll actually catch up on Guild Wars instead. And role-playing Nottingham games over the weekend. It's the scheduled stuff, like I say. Like Duncan said, 24 hours a day, keep watching. In fact, we're about to go offline now, but stay tuned. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Alright, so uh, from us two, have a good night. We're like we're like reverse Big Brother. Yeah, you know? yeah, Big Brother. You should not... watch us at all times. <laughs> not we don't watch you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Right, let's do it. We'll see you next week. Toodaloo. Bye.